When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Going to give it to Scott. Racing around the edge. Scott is in. Touchdown, Philadelphia. You're going to the Super Bowl. What does it mean? Obviously, this is something to dream about as a kid. And uh, all these guys on our team have dreamt about this their entire lives, too. And so just to be able to do this together with a bunch of men that love each other, that are connected to each other, that would do anything for each other, it's pretty sweet. Here's Butker from 45 yards. All the way, it's good. Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth. You jabroni, you gotta fight for your right to party. Some weird and wonderful reactions there uh, to results uh, from yesterday's NFL playoff games. And we now know who will face off at Super Bowl 57 on February the 13th from around 12.30 New Zealand time that uh, will be played at uh, State Farm Stadium in Arizona. And uh, that will uh, now, of course, be between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles uh, on the back of their wins yesterday. It almost wasn't to be. It took some late-game heroics by the Chiefs kicker, Harrison Butker, to book their ticket and to edge out the Bengals. 23-20, while the Eagles walked all over San Francisco, 31-7. to uh, To look at it now and uh, recap and preview, I, I think, a little bit too, is uh, our NFL pundit out of uh, SEN, and that is uh, Jared Cronin. Uh, good morning to you, Jared. Uh, results surprising to you yesterday, or did they go uh, to plan for you? Uh, look, I guess um, not really any surprise, to be fair. As we were down to the final four, four teams, I kind of thought, well, any of these teams on their day can actually turn it on. So I uh, wasn't overly surprised, probably maybe a bit surprised by the margin in the Eagles 49ers game, uh, albeit that really it was one of those days for the 49ers where everything that could have gone wrong really did. So um, it was yeah, just one of those sort of outings. The other game on the AFC side of things was obviously nice and close and tense, probably more tense than exciting uh, for what we were hoping for. But, um, but yeah, I, I think that, um, yeah, I wasn't overly surprised. I thought the Chiefs are probably going to get through to the Super Bowl from the start of the season. Um, and Philly probably have been more of a surprise packet throughout the year, but they have been uh, you know, rock solid, very consistent. So uh, they, they put together a couple of great games in the playoffs, so they are very well-deserved uh, you know, Super Bowl participants, and I think they, they could well go in as, as heavy favourites too. You mentioned the 49ers. Uh, nothing did go right for them yesterday. They're down to their number three quarterback in Brock Purdy. Well, he injured his elbow uh, when he was uh, partially sacked. That didn't help. Uh, they bring out uh, Josh Johnson, number four. 
he drops one, drops a pass clean, which results in a, in a touchdown just prior to halftime. And I think at that point, 21-7 was always going to be too hard for the 49ers to come back from. But you've got to hand it to the Eagles. They have been uh, perhaps the team of, this, of uh, the NFL this year. And with Jalen Hurts, they were very efficient. Absolutely. Really, really impressive. Uh, once again, impressed by the, uh, the, throwing, <clears throat> excuse me, the offensive and defensive lines of the Eagles. They have just really set a foundation on both sides of the football. Jalen Hurts has, has only been sacked once in that game yesterday, so they protected him very well, and that was against the number one defense in the entire league. So, so that's a, you know that, that's that's a real achievement for this unit, uh, led by a couple of you know big boys up front, including uh, a young kid from uh, who came from Sydney, um, Jordan Mailata, who's a, an inspirational story. Who was a failed NRL, uh, you know, trying to make his NRL dream. Was told he was too big, went and gave the NFL a go, and, and now he's uh, making the Super Bowl. So he's part of a fantastic unit that is protecting the pocket. And Jalen Hurts, he's just able to do what he has to do. He didn't actually do a heck of a lot yesterday in terms of overplaying his hand uh, because he was able to just, you know, let the ball do this, you know, do the work for itself by by running it. And that running game of the Philadelphia Eagles is going to be such a, a hard thing to nullify at the Super Bowl. Well, it was uh, game two yesterday afternoon, um, both our times actually, and the Chiefs uh, getting up, Kansas City Chiefs getting up over the Cincinnati Bengals. 23-20 on the back of a performance by Patrick Mahomes uh, on one and a half legs, really. Uh, Didn't have a lot of, uh, he didn't have a lot of gas. Usually his legs are one of his great assets. Uh, Quite clearly he was hindered by that ankle injury. Um, and they put Joe, uh, Joe Burrow under early pressure. So the Bengals, uh, actually at that point, were looking uh, under pressure, but they came good. They really did. And uh, as the game sort of wore on, the Cincinnati Bengals throughout the season have been famous for making adjustments, especially at half time, whether that be on the offensive or defensive side of the ball. So what they were able to do, they, they copped a few sacks in the first part of the game. They, they had about four sacks in the first half. So they were able to adjust from there and protect Joe Burrow a bit better uh, in the second half. And defensively, they were able to actually make a couple of adjustments as well. So um, that's that's a, a, I guess it was indicative of a team that was probably looking to you know go all the way and make their second Super Bowl in a row. Uh, but Kansas City Chiefs had other ideas, backs to the wall, playing at home. And Patrick Mahomes, as you said, he was he was playing on one foot, and um, and everyone else around him, to be fair, was actually falling down. His, his top target, Travis Kelsey, was injured, uh, and all of his wide receivers. I think he had about three wide receivers out. By the end of the game, he was throwing to a whole lot of practice guys and backups. So uh, it was it was really quite an achievement for them to get over the line in the end, because everything was really indicating towards a Cincinnati win. But uh, credit to the Chiefs, they just hung in there. They hung tough. I think the Bengals will probably be disappointed that they let one slip away, uh, especially with that final penalty uh, that they, they gave to let them in field goal range. But, uh, yeah, a, a really, really interesting game and, and just uh, epitomises, I guess, the resilience in this Kansas City Chiefs team to uh, to get through to another Super Bowl. Absolute dismay uh, there was in the, the Bengals unit, plus uh, I think uh, the fans as well. Uh, at that last uh, offence by uh, Joseph Osai. I mean, to be fair, um, Mahomes was, uh, what, a metre and a half out of the field of play before he made contact with him. It was just so stupid. Yeah, really, really disappointing. I, I mean, I did actually, <laughs> I'm a sympathetic soul, I suppose. I actually felt really sorry for Joseph Osai. It was a stupid penalty. 
to have given away. As you say, he was uh, uh, Mahomes was clearly over the line and out of bounds, so any touch was going to be a foul on him. So he just got to you know just stop and, and just let him do his thing. Uh, but yeah, poor old Joseph. Uh, you can see him in tears after the game, and uh, he, he realised that he'd he'd made a gigantic error in terms of uh, you know uh, that could have been the difference between his team making the Super Bowl or not. Um, but you know, as 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 it stood, it would have been only a tied ball game, so they would have gone to overtime. But mm. you know, they would have still been alive. So uh, yeah, I guess it's a hard one. I I try to a lot of times imagine what it's like when you're about a 250 pound uh, defensive lineman running across the field at the end of a game <laughs> trying to track down a quarterback and sort of you know what you're seeing and, and um, yeah I, I guess it's uh, it's just a, probably a bitter pill for him to swallow and um, you know something for him to learn from because really he had actually played pretty well throughout the game and the season uh, for the Bengals. Mm. Right, so it will be uh, the Eagles. It will be the Chiefs, which brings an interesting family matchup between the the Kelsey brothers. You mentioned Travis before, who was a bit of a bad boy at school, where Jason was much more balanced. In fact, if it hadn't have been for Jason uh, during their time at University of Cincinnati, uh, Travis Kelsey might not have gone much further because, uh, as I said, he had misdemeanors and um, he got great family support. And now they're up against each other. Yeah, wonderful effort. I saw a picture yesterday of uh, the the Kelsey's uh, mum actually wearing a jersey which had been tailored to have half Chiefs and half Eagles. So uh, one wonders what that sort of game would be like for uh, for the Kelsey family. It's uh, certainly a special occasion, the first time two brothers have gone against each other in the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's a really wonderful storyline. Uh, they've got a, a podcast out as well, apparently, the Kelsey brothers. So um, <laughs> one wonders what they'll be talking about for the next couple of weeks. Might be pretty good. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jason Kelsey has been rock solid and, and part of that unit that I mentioned uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's really led the way from the centre position. Just, uh, you know, he's the guy who starts, starts every play. Uh, by handing off the ball, so he's always involved and always, uh, you know, in charge of a lot of things uh, while trying to protect the quarterback. Uh, whereas Travis Kelsey, he's, he's more of a superstar tight end, getting around, making catches everywhere. Uh, one, one thing I will be interested to note will be how Travis actually prepares and recovers uh, for the Super Bowl now that he's got a good couple of weeks lead in time. Uh, him and Mahomes and a lot of the other Chiefs, uh, because yeah, you can clearly see that a lot of things weren't right. Uh, with him, he wasn't his usual dynamic sort of self. He was a bit restricted. Uh, that being that all of the Bengals were, you know, blanketing him with coverage as well because all of the other wide receivers were injured. So, um, yeah, there's, there's going to be a, a bit of work to do from uh, for Travis's side of things. But, um, yeah, just a wonderful occasion all around for, for the Kelsey boys and for their entire family. Well, we see them stalking the sidelines. Uh, some are animated. Uh, some keep remarkably cool and calm. Um, and uh, the big moments, and uh, with uh, we look at uh, Eagles coach uh, Nick Sirianni, who's a new boy on the block, and he's up against really uh, one of the most seasoned uh, in modern times, and Andy Reid. Um, how do you see these two men going into their preps? Yeah, quite differently, I would say. Uh, Andy Reid is now to about his about maybe fourth um, Super Bowl. He managed to pick up a title a few years ago with the Chiefs. Uh, and, you know, for a long time, he was known as the uh, the bridesmaid sort of coach. He would make it all the way uh, to a, either an AFC or NFC championship game or a Super Bowl, uh, but not actually get over the line. So he managed to uh, put that 
title to uh, to bed uh, a few years back and actually get one. So he's probably going into the game with uh, a bit more, you know, big game experience and probably, as you say, a little bit more calm and relaxed about things, albeit that he will have a few headaches about who's playing where um, in terms of dealing <clears throat> with all of the injuries that the Chiefs have got. Uh, Nick Sirianni is really, it's been a bit of a magic carpet ride for him this year, to be fair. Uh, no one quite expected the Eagles to go as far as they have and, and achieve what they have and, and look so good doing it. Uh, he's just come out. He's he's a, you know he's young and fiery. Uh, you can see him getting uh, excitable on the sideline yesterday, even when they were up by about 28-7. He was still you know, giving it heaps. So uh, I, I can't imagine him changing too much in terms of his approach. Uh, it'll be obviously a huge occasion for him and his team. But uh, yeah, a fascinating matchup. Um, a, and as well, the Eagles going up against, uh, you know, Andy Reid, who was a longtime Eagles coach as well, a longtime great Eagles coach. So um, in some senses, this is perhaps the Andy Reid bowl as, as well. Right. OK, let's uh, look at the it's a fortnight away in between times they play uh, the Pro Bowl. Tell us a wee bit about the Pro Bowl. Is that is that the game that no one really wants to play because they'd rather be in the, the Super Bowl, of course. But what's what's the, the carrot there? Yeah, so uh, the Pro Bowl is, as you say, it is really, uh, it's an honour for the players who get selected um, because it is basically rewarding the teams who are the best of the best throughout the league. So they go through and, you know, pick the top guys at each position and they go on to play in the game that no one wants to play because, uh, you know, it's the end of the season and there's nothing really on it and and. Previous times, the game's been held in Hawaii and it's looked like a little bit of a junket. Everyone's been out partying and half-pie playing the game of football, which no one really cared about. So uh, so what they're trying to do this year, the NFL, they are trying to actually improve uh, the the product, I guess, from a, a fan's perspective. And what they've done, they've actually revamped a lot of things. Um, they're still bringing out stuff like some um, Pro Bowl sort of game skills kind of competitions um, and so that's, that's, that's for me and a lot of people is, you know, quite a highlight. You get to see uh, quarterbacks throwing at targets and, and um, wide receivers making, you know, ridiculous catches and that sort of stuff, which is, which is all fun to watch uh, rather than an actual, you know, game itself, which means nothing. So this year they're holding it back in Las Vegas. So uh, <laughs> one wonders uh, what, you know, what frivolities will be had there, but um, they're also doing, I believe, a, uh, a flag football game as well. So it's uh, the first time the NFL have ever done a flag football game. Possibly a uh, you know a little bit of a, an adjustment in terms of not having guys get hit as much throughout the season. So they're going with the flag football game rather than the, the you know the full contact. Not that it was really ever full contact before, but um, yeah, going to be quite an interesting uh, event coming up. Uh, on, uh, I believe it's on Friday, uh, New Zealand and Australia time. So um, starting Friday at least. Um, so yeah, so interesting to see what that is going to look and feel like. It's going to be quite different to, um, to years gone by. Well, Jared Cronin, you are an NFL pundit. You love the game absolutely. So which means you embrace Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl Fifty Seven coming up, of course. Um, that is all about um, uh, entertainment. It's also about making huge money out of advertising revenue. Can you just tell us um, from your point of view, um, the halftime break, I think, is extended because of the entertainment. What is the entertainment this year at Super Bowl? Yeah, so the halftime entertainment uh, this year is actually headlined by Rihanna. So um, so that's going to be um, a massive draw card for a lot of people, uh, both from obviously within the game, but uh, also those, you know, um, 
casual observers, shall we say. A lot of times in years gone by, you know, you've, you've been watching the Super Bowl and certain people say, oh, I'm actually looking forward to watching, you know, the halftime show. And, uh, and last year they really did, um, they did a, a massive job where they had uh, Dr. Dre, and, um, 50 Cent and a few other guys, Snoop Dogg, all, uh, all jump on board and it was out in LA and everyone sort of, yeah, had a wonderful time watching it. So uh, Rihanna's going to be leading it this year and, and giving it her own sort of spin. Uh, probably, you know, a well-deserved, um, you know, nod to her as well across her career. She's had a, uh, a really long and distinguished uh, career in the industry and, and, you know, put out a lot of hits and, uh, and entertainment as well. So uh, everyone's yeah, just wondering what kind of uh, special uh, occasion we're going to enjoy for the halftime because, uh, as you say, it's getting longer and longer. It's probably almost going to, you know, nearly be as long as the game at some point, mm. but uh uh, but yeah, it's going to be um, going to be another big one. So um, yeah, so so get ready. It's 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 like halftime isn't even really a break anymore because uh, as you know, as we all know, the show goes on. The show goes on, and uh, our show goes on. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Jared Cronin, for the, your thoughts there on the, what happened yesterday, and a, a slight preview. Jared, we'll talk to you again, hopefully before the big event uh, coming up, and uh, around about a fortnight's time. So, yep, Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Uh, we'll be at Arizona. Jared, uh, thank you very much for your time, mate. Awesome. Thanks very much, guys. I've got my annual leave booked in, so uh, happy to talk to you guys uh, after the game or during or whenever. <laughs>